0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. In the good old days, you went to a big box store and purchased a software application in a large cardboard box. The software was contained on a CD and you installed the software on your computer. These days, software is rarely a product anymore. It's increasingly cloud-based and sold on a monthly basis as a subscription. That's what we now know as software as a service. The latest is something called Banking as a Service that aims to disrupt the world of banking, much like the sharing economy has disrupted taxi services, hotels, and even the dining experience. On today's show, we're going to do a deep dive on some of the innovations in banking that fall into the open banking and banking as a service initiatives that abound in the industry. These days, a lot of the literature focuses on the mechanics of gaining access to banking data through defined software interfaces. These application programming interfaces define how a third-party software company can access customer data or bank functionality or both. It's important to make a distinction between these two because the security of your money is at stake. Now, unless you're in the business of banking, a lot of this can sound a lot like technical jargon. And on today's show, we're going to break it down so that you understand what it means to you as a user of banking services. First of all, we need to spend a little time on definitions. The platforms break down into four main areas. Number one, identity verification. Number two, financial transactions, that's moving money. Number three, originating new accounts. And number four, the design and management of branded customer debit cards. There's a large number of startup companies developing products in the financial technology space. They're called fintech companies. So what do fintech companies do? they offer services that previously were not available in the market. An example is a solution for taxis and public transportation. In this service, a bank's customers can send for a taxi from the bank's own app, identify all of the charges, and the bank gets payment fees and offers the service itself. another example, Intuit, the maker of Quicken, QuickBooks, and TurboTax has a new product family called Mint. Mint makes it possible to get a consolidated view of all your accounts, credit cards, loans, and so on across multiple financial institutions on a single dashboard. You can see your entire financial life in one place. As you can imagine, it requires each of those institutions to provide secure access to your accounts so that you can have the benefits and convenience of a single dashboard without the security risks of opening up your financial records to any unauthorized access. The mint offering includes a bill payment tracker, a budget goal tracker, an investment tracker, and an integrated credit score tool. You also have access to services and products, including insurance quotes, loans, and 401k to IRA rollovers. Another one of the recognized leaders in the open platform space is BBVA from Madrid in Spain. This large multinational bank has operations in many countries outside of Spain and they've been operating in the US since 2007. Their headquarters are in Birmingham, Alabama. They've launched their digital platform in the US with offerings in all four of the areas that I outlined earlier. The opening of these platforms would enable banks to play more directly in services like peer-to-peer payment, which up until now have been in the exclusive domain of companies like PayPal and Venmo. The European Union has set clear rules in place for interchange of bank information and for open banking standards, and these rules put european banks well ahead of banks elsewhere in the world in terms of adopting open standards and more advanced service offerings banking regulations in the u.s are far less centralized and they're governed both federally and at the state level getting 51 different state and federal governments to agree on anything is nearly impossible and puts the u.s at a distinct disadvantage when it comes to advancing finance standards and technology you can think of banking as a service is a middle layer that sits between the financial service startups and the underlying banks. One of the major frontiers in fintech is the interchange between traditional bank accounts and various blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies. While Facebook seems to be meeting with new opposition to their proposed Libra cryptocurrency, it's likely that we're going to start to see some form of cryptocurrency becoming mainstream on a social media platform. If and when that happens, It may revolutionize electronic commerce on a global basis and change the relationship between you, your smartphone, your bank, and virtually every aspect of your financial life. As more and more banking moves online, the bricks and mortar bank is going to diminish in importance. In fact, the banks themselves are going to have to pare back their investments in their bricks and mortar establishments. As you think about that, pay close attention to what's happening in the world of fintech. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.